This episode, like every episode of Off the Rack, was recorded before a live audience at Comic Pop on YouTube. Join the conversation by subscribing to youtube.com slash comic pop or comic pop returns on YouTube. And now, on with the show. Hey everybody, welcome to Off the Rack, I'm Sal. I'm Tiffany. This is a comic book review show. We take the books from the past week, recap them, review them, tell you what we thought about them, and then give you recommendations for comics that are coming out this week that we think you should buy. Uh, let's get into it. Yeah. There wasn't, a, it was It was a, It was was a light week. Which is good. Is that fair to say? Next week's a hurtful to my wallet week. <laughs> yeah, yeah, a lot of X for Tiffany. It's a lot of everything for Tiffany. There's just a lot of things coming out for next week that I'm like, you could put some of those this week. Right? Be nice. Would have been would have been very convenient, but listen, their comic book industry does not go by my desire. No, that's true. That's true. They do not. Uh, they don't. Do, they, they don't go by a lot of people's desire. <laughs> but still, they go. But yeah, uh, so we're going to talk about some books. I said we we're going to jump into it, but before I do, I wanted to mention uh, that we're doing a giveaway. Woo! That's right. Our friends over at Valiant Comics, who you are familiar with, uh, thanks to their. Uh, I don't think it's award-winning yet, but it is a uh, noteworthy title, Shadow Man, from Cullen Bunn and John Davis Hunt. Yeah. Uh, they've seen fit to help us out with a fun little giveaway. Help you out, really, because you're going to get one of you in the continental United States, that Someone. is. Someone. Is going to win a very, very special, incredibly rare cover for Ninjak number one. The uh, uh, upcoming, or I don't know if it's out yet, but... Uh, the Ninjak number one glass variant, one out of 100 variant cover. Wow, and it is not out yet. It is not. Uh, the artwork is by the interior artist, Javier Polito. The cover consists of glass and fluorescent inks, which make it glow under black light. So for those of you out there with your uh, velvet Elvises and uh, leopard posters in your, in your, in your wood panel basements, Get your black lights out because you'll be able to look at this really dope looking cover. Uh, by the way, this means that for every shop that gets one, every shop gets one of these covers for every 100 copies of Ninjak number one they order. So it's an incredibly limited cover. Okay. Like it's really hard yeah, to find. Yeah. I'd honestly never even heard of a glass cover until I had met uh, my associates over at uh, Valiant. Valiant. Yeah. Right. Uh, and by the way, I've, I think I've seen one. We saw one when we were actually there. We got the, we didn't touch it because we want to smudge the glass, but it really is glass, which is crazy. It is crazy. It blows my mind. I'm like, well, what? Is... But uh, yeah. So uh, this issue, by the way, number one, Ninjak number one comes out July 14th. It is from writer Jeff Parker with art by Javier Polito. And uh, unfortunately, just for cost purposes, we have to make it only for those of you who are in the continental United States. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry. So, uh, but those of you who are, all you got to do to win this one and 100 variant glass cover yeah is use the hashtag valiant yeah, in yeah. the chat right now while it's happening live here on off the rack and uh once you do once you use the hashtag valiant in the chat mm -hmm. you'll be entered into a random drawing that our mod danielle will be handling yeah so yeah, you don't yeah. have to you don't have to do it multiple times the once you do it you're in you're in the system and you have exactly as yeah, many you're... chances of winning yep then as you do uh, in 20 minutes when I remind you. Yeah, you're you're good. So you're in. You're in. Hashtag Valiant. You'll win a very rare 1 in 100 vari variant cover of a book that hasn't even come out yet. Which is pretty dope. Which is pretty cool. It's a neat idea. Regardless of how I feel about the issue itself, I can tell you that uh, I would like to have a glass cover in my in my collection. I, I We've never done it because... No. Be mostly because uh, the glass covers that have been offered to us 
have been offered to us through a giveaway. And I don't want to get in the way of that. I want yeah, you guys to get I don't want to get in the way of the giveaway. That's right. You get the giveaway. And you only get what you give. Yes. What? <laughs> so I'm happy about that. Anyway, so hashtag Valiant, you'll get a you'll you'll win a uh some of one of you. One of you. And I and just one. We can only do one. It's only one. There's only one in one hundred variant. Yeah. You can't you can't have more than one. No. I'm sorry. I have it on good authority. They're they're incredibly rare. <laughs> But yeah, uh, but by the way, you're entering to win. You got to be here at the end of the show. Yeah, got to be here. You got and you if gotta, you're not at the end of the show. We're got to move on to the next one. Yeah. You got to be in the continental U.S. You got to be in the continental United and you States. Have to respond. And you got to respond. When we call your name. When we call your name, because I'm going to need you to contact me via email in order to uh, work out the nitty gritty. Get your get your deets. Get your info. Send them deets over. Right? You want you got we gotta get those deets. Yes. So I will I will provide you some deets. You'll give me the more substantial deets. We'll get into it in a minute. Anyway, so hashtag value. You get you'll get it. Uh you'll, you'll, you tell you'll, we were up late last night. Yes. Happy Fourth of July. <laughs> yes. Uh, uh I, I wished you a happy fourth of July, but I'll wish you it again. Happy fourth of July. Thank you. It almost sounded like you were struggling with who I was. Right? It's fair. No, I know who we you were. We were up very late. I'm very familiar with who you were. Super late. Right. We were up very late. Yeah. 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 Later than we usually are, but uh not as late as we have been. No, certainly not. <laughs> certainly not. Uh but yeah. So that's the power of Pro Force. So. That's right. Yep. Yep. <laughs> You know, on the on the other channel, we're on Comic Pop Returns, but on Comic Pop Prime, if you want to go back and find it, we actually did a video where we played Bro Force. Yeah, we did. We that did. used to be uh, that used to actually bro uh, be broadcast on Pluto TV oh. back when we were with uh, with bigger things. That's great. Anyway, uh, yeah. So let's jump into it. Uh, I want to talk a little bit about crossover number seven. Yes, because uh, Chip Zdarsky was on the show. Like last week yes we so saw, much so much so much of chip so zadarsky was chip. on the show yeah i tell you um <laughs> and uh he plugged a number of books one of which was his kind of guest writing on the donny cates led crossover series from image comics i think this is further supporting the theory that they are one and the same what donny cates and chip zadarsky yeah. yeah no it's just one entity yeah yeah i don't know I Each feel like they're very different creatures taking over. I like to try and come up with a new story behind it. Mm, I see. <laughs> I see. Well, that's fair. Thanks. Uh, but yeah, Chip wrote this episode or issue. Mm -hmm. uh, and of course, you would know that if you just looked at the cover, because you'd see that Chip Zdarsky's face is emblazoned across uh, the cover. Mm -hmm. He's missing. Chip Zdarsky's missing in action. I believe the idea, the premise is, uh, of course, I'm not going to get into the whole premise of what crossover is all about, but you should know that, uh, you know, Comic book creators in that universe are being hunted down and killed. What? Zadarsky himself, or the uh, actually Zadarsky is a pen name, uh, but Chip himself uh, was uh, on the run. The mm -hmm. idea is that Brian K. Vaughn regrettably passed on uh, as a result of one of these uh, attacks. Which is why, I, for me, I'm like, get out of here, crossover. That means I'm not getting the rest of Saga. Right. Yeah, no. Well, you can blame whoever is the, the killer. Or killers yeah for that right but uh yeah thanks so anyway the, the <laughs> by the way the uh the the uh pencils are done by phil hester i like to think that chip had to send phil hang on let me let me rephrase that that chip chose to send phil a whole bunch of different like photos of him because he's making a very distinct face yes. here and either that is just a photo that they've put in there or he like sent over 
Like he's like, hey, here's just a bunch of reference photos. And yes. And Phil's like, I'm okay. I don't. No, know. I, I know what you look like. No, 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 no. no. Let no, me no, let me say me, let me say you another one. Yeah. Here is a a a, a variety <laughs> of Chip doing things. Yes. Here's Chip eating a sandwich. He's like, I don't need. That's not. You don't even eat the sandwich in the in this comic. Yeah, well, I'm doing. Well, here's a photo of me doing it. Yeah. <laughs> It's great, uh, but yeah. So the issue is just fun. It just shows you what's up with Steve, with uh, with with Chip Zdarsky, what he's doing, mm -hmm. where he is, and uh, he's not a very good fry cook. Not not hard to believe. He's a writer. Well, I mean, you have to you know, you've got to have your shirt on really for that. Yeah, job, yeah. That line of work, right? Like, it's it's like a safety thing. Mm. You can't just go shirtless, or you no. shouldn't. It's true. You burn your nips off. But I will say mm -hmm. uh, that. I was surprised that he didn't fall back uh, on his original vocation where he was a graphic designer. It's like, no, he had worked for a newspaper it's before gonna, he got would, into comics. And, well, uh, it's hard to get a job in that. I guess it is, especially if you're <laughs> if you're trying to live incognito. Yeah. yeah anyway. Yeah. You become a fry cook. Yeah. Right. Well, it's sure. just it's one of those like I'm off the grid kind of situations. Anyway. So the idea here <laughs> is that he's on the run. Uh, yeah. He's he's scared and. Then uh, he is confronted by a uh, fictitious character who he thinks is hunting him and trying to kill him, as it turns out, is actually there to protect him and uh, and, and shield him from the uh, dangers yeah. that have come from the crossover event right. where comic book characters have come to life and are, you know, causing mayhem or whatever. Sure. Um, they're crossing over in, into reality. into reality itself right. yeah but there's also a crossover though literal comic there's, book there's, characters there's, are crossing there's, there's over crossovers a lot of crossover a lot of crossover happening uh but anyway so the the concept there is that uh he runs into not not uh you know not not a character he's created necessarily from the books you might have enjoyed from his uh big two runs mm -hmm. or even his independent work you get uh chip zadarsky himself the character that steve created the persona mm -hmm. that he created actually i think i think the idea is that in an issue of sex criminals he self-inserted chip zadarsky the character mm -hmm. and that's the character that's arrived and is there to protect him right and uh, so it's this incredibly animal man alan moore grant morrison kind of experience where you see steve the real man who's also a fictitious character in this in this comic book uh interacting with chip zadarsky the fictitious character that he's created and also persona that he puts on publicly, the one that graced us with the last episode and, uh, and watch them interact and uh, show that there's this like mutual love for each other. And it's really interesting. It was, it was heartrending. It was titillating and, uh, and, and, and uh, fascinating. I thought it was a really fun issue. And now if this actually ever happens, he'll have two different versions of himself oh that can come to life. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, there's layers now. That's right, concentric layers of of Zadarsky. At least it wasn't Chip Kid who showed up to help him. Right, different Chip. Different Chip, different designer. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, both of whom dope. Yeah, but yeah, so uh, I I think you should read it. It's a really fun issue. It's really ridiculous. Phil Hester, of course, if you're not familiar, you are. He drew probably one of one of the most recognizable outside of the Daniel O'Neill stuff, but like uh, mm -hmm. Green Arrow runs with uh, Kevin Smith. Uh, I, I actually was, yeah, I believe he also did some JLA work as well. Mm. Phil Hester's been around for a long time. And when you have an artist who's been working for decades, you know, you think, why? Like, why, why not pick some, no, well, like, why not pick somebody you worked with before I in the past? It. 
he did a phenomenal job. Mm-hmm. Like Hester's pencils are fun. The effect of uh, you know the the comic book Zadarsky yeah. is, is is cool, but you know the there's some weighty moments in this issue, and Hester executes it flawlessly. Nice. <laughs> Excuse me. You sneezed and the camera blurred. Yeah. It couldn't handle it. No. But yeah, so I'd recommend the hell out of, of crossover number seven. Okay. I don't think we're going to get a lot more Zadarsky issues. Maybe we will. I don't know. Who knows? I mean, he could have all sorts of random writers show up. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. I don't think we're going to have any more issues with Chip Zadarsky in them. What? Anyway. Uh, <laughs> Yeah. By the way, I wanted to mention at the top of the hour that uh, this show is sponsored by viewers like you. If you're watching the show live, you're sponsored of the show. You don't even know it. <gasps> All you got to do is use uh, Super Chask, ask a question or comment, and we'll read it here on the program. Uh, we have plenty of them. Unfortunately, they're all... Uh, gone to the four winds so i have to pull them up they, they by left. hand they they all were like, like hey, I'm, cool. I'm good yeah no they went away but uh, but i should say if you you know if you want to help us out you can by using super chats and ask a question or comment we will read it here on the program that would happen if that would happen if we could do it if, but we can't we did would you like me to to do something yeah yeah why don't you review a book for a change wow <laughs> okay sorry okay Okay. Okay. I'm going to talk about a book real quick that came out uh, at the beginning of June. Oh, at the beginning of June. Well, it's the beginning of July. Why not? And I just picked it up. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I picked this up because I was like, I liked the cover. I liked the other cover and I ended up buying this cover, which was a dollar more. I'm not upset about that. I mean, I'm upset about the being a dollar more. I, I like this cover. You did. Um, This is, this is actually... Listen, I don't watch the Conjuring movies. I haven't. I, there's like for some. I don't know why. I probably should. I feel like you would enjoy it. I probably would enjoy them. I just haven't watched them. Um, well, at least one of them. I should watch at least one of them. But this is this first. is related to that. It's called The Conjuring: The Lover. It's DC Horror presents. DC Horror presents. What the hell is happening? I don't know. Just so says, it's not a Hill House. No, it says DC. It's not up, a black label. It says DC up here, and then it says DC Horror presents. Oh my god. I'm just saying. Um, but what you're going to get in here is a, a story probably tied in with the conjuring mythos. I wouldn't know. Cause however, you don't read. Cause yeah, you don't watch however, it. However, honestly it was this um, cover. Oh, no, it was actually this opening art spread oh. that got me. I was so, I was like, I have to, I'm buying this. Yeah. Um, so you're going to get a story of that in here. It's not super long. So you are paying a regular um, comic book price tag Okay. for not a necessarily super long story in here, but right. it is part one. Okay. But then you get another like mini one shot story. And this one was written by Scott Snyder. What? Yeah. So you get like a little horror. You get, you get a little return to horror you from get a Scott. Little, That's cool. Return to horror from Scott. And um, they, so there are ads in here. I want to just get that out of the way. Mm. There are ads for like, you know, but, oh, but, but comic book ads. Comic not like ads. a Chevy. No, no, no. There's comic book ads, but they're all at the end because in the middle of the book, there are ads. Oh, but, but they're fake. They're fake ads and they're all they're in universe ads. Well, I guess they're horror, like old school, like retro style, like ads. Yeah. Like, you like a decoder ring and the decoder ring is supposed to be like a demonic decoder ring. And then it's like, mm. like you know, the, the jokes are real. The giveaway is not that kind of thing. <laughs> uh, it was just such a cute little book. And like, I, cute in the way that it's horror let's not forget that sure um but i wanted to bring it up because i know we do have a few horror fans out there and they're like sometimes they're looking for something especially if you are a fan of the conjuring like i said i never watched it i still enjoyed the story yeah i still enjoyed the story um and i just got a kick out of the whole package of like having the little the little bitty ads in there there's even like one of those like 
I, not that I remember it, but I, I remember seeing um, artwork for it. A friend of ours did like a parody of it at one point, yes. like these like sort of like, you know, get like strong man style vibes here. Um, mm -hmm. But in this time it's you like, oh, this guy, you know, gets told he's like a nerd in front of his girl. Yes. And so like he sends away and like his solution is he's possessed by a demon. So he has the power to be able to. <laughs> demon Baphomet. So, um, <laughs> that's cool. I was like, that's funny. And so you can send away for that. Oh, nice. That kind of thing. I was like, it's cute. Yeah. It's cute. Cute book. It exists. It's out there. Just so you know. Great. What was that book that I read? That I Barbaric? Barbaric. <laughs> Do you yes. really can't remember the name of it? No, Probably because there's so many because... damn books that are called things with you're thinking you're, you're, it's between berserker 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 and berserk and now there's barbaric yes yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah you read that book by uh, published by vault comics yeah that's right um with with the writtens and the arts yeah it's written by michael morecci with art by nathan gooden uh barbaric number one uh from vault comics i don't read vault mm. i just don't have time and i, I know there's only so much but this was recommended to me hardcore by uh, by a friend of mine. Uh, and so I'm like, fine, I will read this. And we bought it. We bought it actually in uh, physical at the yeah. local comic book store uh, near our burger place in Somerville, New Jersey called Comic Fortress. Check them out. Like our burger place. Yeah, that, that's where we go. I know. I know. But uh, yeah, so Barbaric. It's basically, you know, like a kind of twisted crack mirror version, kind of like a parody version of... Uh, Conan, but not uh, this. I the, the idea here is that there's this uh, this barbarian named Owen who is enchanted by witches uh, to only do the right thing. All he can he he he's had a life of a barbar of barbarism, I guess you could say, and uh, you know debauchery and and killing, and he's he's just he's the he is Conan. That very much explains his look on the cover. Yes, he's, just he's had enough of doing the right thing. That's right. Yeah, he's sick of it. <laughs> but he's literally he's just it's Conan where he's done. He, where it's like if you sent Conan to do a job, you assume that job's going to get done. Mm -hmm. uh, but he is he's duped by these three these three kind of Cthulhu esque serpentine witches, very evocative of uh, the, the the witches from Bay from um, Macbeth. Macbeth. Uh, who enchant him to only do the right thing when called. So it's like, if, if people are in, he basically has to be a superhero where it's like, if anyone calls for you, you have, you are obliged because otherwise you're going to hell ah. and they show him hell and all the places that all the, all the people he sent there who are waiting for him. We're just waiting for you, man. Yeah. And by the way, it's the first issue. We don't know who this character is. We have this, this world. It reminds me very much of like a saga meets rat Queens kind of situation. What? Yeah. Where it's like, the people speak like us. There's lots of, because it's vault, it could be anything. So yeah. it's cursing and nudity and sex and okay. uh, third, not, not fourth wall breaking, but more like, uh, you know, sub circumventing expectations, cool. you know, it's like trying to be a little bit more of subversive. Okay. And so uh, as a result, you get, you get this fun little like weird book, by the way, the ax, you know, it has this, uh, this, this skeleton man. Yeah. In like it. gargling blood. Yeah. The, uh. the, the ax is alive and magic and only the, the, and only Owen can hear it. Oh, okay. And uh, oh, it's like, it's like red Sonia. Yes. Right. Is it? I don't Doesn't know. Doesn't she have a sword? The talk star. I don't know. It could be. Was that in the movie? That might have been just the movie. <laughs> the chat will let us anyway, uh, but the axe uh, is is sentient and only only Owen can see and hear it unless you're a magic user and then you can see and hear it. Okay. Spoilers. And uh, it gets drunk on blood. So it's like the more you feed it, the more drunk it becomes. So. <laughs> it's ridiculous. What? 
are these rules? Yeah. At least, it, I guess there are. At least there are rules. There are. Yeah. Yeah. But I will say that this book is uh, it's it's fun. It's mm-hmm. interesting. But uh, the star is the is the art. Uh, Nathan Gooden is uh, he, he's got a lot of credits to his name, but most of them involve uh, vault works. Mm. And he is he is a Dan Mora. They're going to get him. They're going to they're going to get him. Watch and I out. bet you DC gets him first. So Marvel, you better perk up. Oh, I think I've seen him in Vampire the Masquerade. Yeah. Okay. But uh, yeah, they're going to Dan Mora him. They're going to take him away from your favorite series. <laughs> to make him do Batman. <laughs> Unless some intrepid like let, publisher you, gets you, him. You're glee about it. It's just so <laughs> sad. It's just, because it's not fair, but he's so great. I know. I know he's... I, listen, I'm glad he's... Look, if he, it's not like they made him do Batman. No, no. They offered him, <laughs> you know, probably a Subaru full of money to let him do that. Subaru? Well, it's not a dump truck. They don't have. It's not the. It's Subaru's the comic. It's gonna be quite large. Yeah, but it's not a Honda. Uh, a Honda it's Civic full like of a money. Fiat. Yeah. It's just a Fiat full of money. A skateboard with some twenties on it. <laughs> it's just taped on there. They're flapping off the back. Yeah, but anyway, barbaric number one. It's 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 fun, and it's <laughs> and the art's like great. Like this is an industry level book, and it's subversive as hell. Cool. So I think you're really gonna enjoy it. Okay. Um, I'm gonna read some super chats now. I think you should. You you went you came to do that, and then I, I distracted you with my my great book reviewing that you, you did. Said I wasn't gonna be talking about. Yeah, I, I, I for once, <laughs> for once, for once, you've done many book reviews. That's fine. you do them pretty much every week. Yeah, do I? The new Ethan says, "Hey, Silent Tiff, won't be able to make the live show, <laughs> but wanted to say hi and thanks for the continued entertainment. I just started reading the reprint of Madman." And wondered what your thoughts were on it. Much love. Madman's fun. I never really read much of it. I read it like back in the day mm-hmm. because I had to read it all. You know, like I've read the books that Wizard told me were awesome. Mm-hmm. Scud the Disposable Assassin, Bone, Max, Madman. Madman appealed to me, but it was A, very rarely available and B, not exactly my sensibilities at the time because I was a child. Mm-hmm. So I'll have to re- revisit it, but I haven't really read a lot of Madman. Uh, Brian Rollins, hope you had a great Fourth of July. Thanks for the great videos and entertainment each week. You too, Brian. Thank you. Thanks. We did. It was it was a lot of fun. It was chill, but it was a lot of fun. Yes. Yeah. Great. Great time. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, we played ladder ball. We did. We played ladder ball. We're all good at it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Raj Patel says, "Hey, Sal and Tiffany. Hopefully, Jersey heat isn't ruining your day. No, it's fine. not we yet. It's going to be warmer. Great." <laughs> I wanted to know, did you feel Chip was getting real honest with the audience in the new issue of Crossover? Yes. I think it was his opportunity to kind of like put down the veneer and be honest. Mm -hmm. And what better place to do that than art? Yeah. Uh, Danny Ali, here's some money to keep the lights on. Thank you very much. Thank you. And they are. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Denial, read the chameleon. Oh, read the chameleon conspiracy. (laughs) It feels like the lowest point in Spencer's run thus far. Nothing got answered. And both Spider-Man and chameleon felt like bit characters in this. How do you do that? You do that by letting Nick Spencer do seemingly whatever he wants on a Spider-Man book. I won't recommend it, but I will say that I did read uh, and buy the giant size Spider-Man book. uh, Giant size, amazing Spider-Man chameleon conspiracy. It ends this. it, it, It ends this arc. And it only is a special comic so that they could wrap it up as quickly as humanly possible without it also interrupting issue 70, which comes out next week, which will also be starting the Sinister War, which may actually make some money for this title. Okay. Uh, woof, this series. I, I don't get it. I don't get it. It just drives me crazy because it's like one of the one of the ships in your fleet that needs to be straight. 
on its like course is Spider-Man. What is your flagship book, Marvel, if not this? Anyway. Immortal uh, Hulk? Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but only by the grace of the green door. Carl Maxey, do you think Blindspot will return? And since Elektra is training a psychic in recent Daredevil comics, do you think we'll get a Daredevil family like the Bat family? God, I hope not. No more families. Flash gets families. Batman has a family only because he's like 150 years old and like you can't not create a new character. Super Superman kind of has a family. Superman has a family too. Yeah, yes, Frodo has a family. They do. They it's do like, occasionally, but it's like they, there's like a book called the Superman family. Yeah, but it's like clearly a family. Yeah, but it's a literal family though. And also, so wait, wait, because it's a literal family. Like we're not calling it that. No, that means called that, something else. Two on its nose. Yeah, but no, they. I super think Squad. Yeah, Super Squad. That's lame. Superman Squad. That's a thing. Yeah, it is. I bet. <laughs> Uh, I think Blindspot will come back because people have fondness for him. I think that we'll definitely get like a Robin to the Daredevil series uh, from the, the this this young lady. Uh, I don't know. I, I hope not. But also Daredevil could handle it. It's just mm-hmm. kind of like it'd be it'd be curious to do that with a book that only sells like between twenty and thirty thousand copies. Should be a month. named Stuntman. Hmm. Yeah. You got a Daredevil. And you call her Decoy. What? <laughs> uh, Silvery Cricket, I wonder if we'll get a Snyder's Witches in crossover. I would, I, listen. I no, doubt we, it. Who, no, you don't want that. You don't want that crossing into reality. Nobody wants that crossing into reality. Yeah. I like that book and I don't want that in reality. If they do, I hope they do it only in that, like, it's like a, it's like a moment, you know, like one panel. It's and just, it's, it's which is chasing you. No, it should and just you're be. you're like, I didn't want this. It should just be the, but me? Yeah. <laughs> It could be like any other characters, just the and the forest is making like the yeah yes yes the characters are running by the forest and it makes the chits that'd be amazing. Never mind, we're not going in there. No, I reject this call to adventure. Adventure, I'm just not doing it. Agreed. Scarlet Hottie says comics are cool and so is are very cool as is comic pop. Thank you. So are you. So yeah, you you want to review another book? Okay. Since you never review them, I don't. According to you. According to this previous conversation, uh, I'm not going to go into this at this point because this is part five. Yes. Part five of Eternals. Part five of Eternals. Yay. Part five of Eternals came out uh, written by Kieran Gillen with uh, art by Asad Ribic. Um, Yay. Again, this is a book where you're either reading it or you're not. Right. Or you'll pick it up and trade. But like, yes, nothing I say, if you read the first issue and you're like, this isn't for me. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'd say try to pick up the trade, but it's not like I'm like, oh my god, like, like this issue really turns a turn, like makes a turn. No, it's just very much. I, it's just the same style of writing and like the the quality that I really enjoy. Uh, I will say Gilgamesh is in it now. Yeah, oh, okay. He shows up. Will they get him? Right. To you know, question him about it. Okay. Um, they also make a call back to there's something kind of wrong with Thanos. Okay. And it's calling back to um. Guardians of the Galaxy when Cates was writing it in 2019. Okay. When he was sh- like shot with a black hole gun. Okay. After he like be- was being resurrected. Mm. So I, I there's know. something up with them, but I thought that was interesting <laughs> that they called back to that. Yeah. Also because of the fact that they like the way in which it is called back to is with the, the, oh, the narrator, the narrator, the machine narrator does it. Where they're just like, hmm, my program insists that I say Guardians of the Galaxy 2019 number six at this point. I don't <laughs> understand why I never have. I hope it makes more sense to you than to me. That's funny. I was like, that's really clever. Way to go, Karen. It's a clever way to do an editor's note. Yeah. I, I love that. I right? absolutely love that. Well, especially since it's already in the, in the narrative framework of the comic. Right. Yeah. So 
again, like I, I still dig this book. It's, it's a great mystery. We keep like unraveling and like knocking characters out who could possibly be the one behind all of it. We do get that reveal. I'm not going to ruin it. If you haven't, if you're reading this, the last thing you want me to do is tell you, what, what happens is, in the fifth what, issue? What happens literally on the last page where they're like, yeah. oh no. And, and is I'm this like, the penultimate issue? Is this, uh, I, I assume that there's, like, usually it's only like six issues or so. I don't and remember. it's Eternals. Legitimately don't remember. I could check to see if it happens to mention it on the cover, mm. uh, if, I, if I was capable of doing that. Uh, Rubik's art continues to be, by the way, like, exactly as I, it, like, I, I like it. Yeah. But every once in a while you get some some dopey faces you get that moment you know that's the good with the bad when it comes to ribbick like ribbick is overall spectacular yeah it's just sometimes like when he renders something like he doesn't necessarily he there's like a liberty he takes that may not make someone super flattering and i think we're so used to seeing super flattering images of individuals in comic books that like when he shows something like people being surprised and shocked which is not always your most flattering no but i still appreciate it like that's I, I, that's yeah that, but there's like, nothing it's, new it's to me jarring there. it is it's a jarring image you know um but it should be because they're surprised like, i know no no i i agree but like i think for some folk that might pull them out a little totally. bit so yeah um i i again i'm i'm digging it and you're getting a lot of uh bang for your eternals buck in in terms of like we're investigating so we're talking to a bunch of eternals and so you're kind of getting like a cursory intro to them who's who of kind of kind of it's more like here's a little mention we'll try to drop a couple like you know bits of information about them and then kind of move on yeah um so like i said like i'm enjoying it Mm -hmm. uh but i get others maybe this isn't for them they're just not into eternals but right i'd say at the very least at this point as like you might want to just if you're interested at all, grab the trade. Go back. Yeah. Yeah. No, could you just, just, just go get, get the, the trade. trade? It's okay. fine. I get it. And yes, no, that's right. Didn't you mention that like there's going to be another Eternals book after this? Yeah, 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 yeah. There is, and I saw that in the previews that I had. Yes, you picked up a previews. I was supposed to finish looking at that. I completely forgot that it was in that stack. Damn yeah, me it. Too. Um. Yeah. There, there is going to be that. I saw it. I was like, oh, hey, check it out. Same team. So no, not the same team. No. It's it's Gillen, but different artists. Yes. And that makes sense. I, I, I'm, I'm amazed that Ribic has been able to be on this book for this There's long without part of me that it hopes that it's that's the indicator that like Aaron's finally going to do King Conan. Oh, my God. <laughs> I don't think that's what it is at all. But I'm like, wouldn't that be nice? Yes. Wouldn't that be nice for Tiffany? Yeah. Not that it's not like fun. Like the, the, no, the sub Conan is I, fun. I am. But like, I do want to return to the story that he was telling. Yes. That's really what it is. It's not that I'm not enjoying the current Conan. It's more that I'm like, but I would like but more. That's where you started. Yeah. <laughs> but more, please. Right. Uh, New type JB Lee says, with all the 90s nostalgia craze, uh, how do you feel about Wizard Magazine nowadays and its influence and legacy on the industry? Was it bad or good? Uh, like all things, it's never bad or good. It's never black and white. Uh, you know, Wizard had, uh, if, it, if it had a, uh, if it had a positive effect on you, then it's positive. But, you know, it doesn't, it's not without its mistakes and its missteps, you know, there's a suspicious amount of Valiant in early Wizard and that uh, there's a suspicious name involved in the Wizard staff that also happens to be uh, an executive at Valiant. And it's like, oh, there's like so there's a lot of corporate back scratching within that magazine. And, um, you know, they they they, they could certainly if, if you accused certain elements of Wizard to be misogynist gatekeeping, I wouldn't necessarily hard hard disagree with you on that. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, so there's 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 good and bad, though. It made you feel inclusive. For, for me, it made you feel like you were part of a little club. It normalized comics and comic culture in a yeah. way that I was not exposed to in any other way. 
And uh, so I, I have a very strong value. And, and and there was a genuine attempt by at least members of the staff to try and give you something genuine, uh, to give you something valuable. Right. You, know, like you, you learn about comics 30 years after its publication. I do. Uh, I, I think there's a value to them now because not only does it help to remind well to educate and remind me about books that may have been like fallen by the wayside that just get lost among the the shuffle of you know larger titles or newer titles um but it's also i find it's a fascinating time capsule yes and like really shows you the the mindset of a lot of individuals mm-hmm. back then and i'm like it's, it's really interesting yeah yeah uh, and uh, Jay says, "Love Immortal Hulk." Excited for the li- <laughs> for the last issues. Finally, a comic. I can't predict the ending, and surprisingly, Beta Ray Bill is an incredible book. How yeah. is that surprising? Beta Ray Bill is an incredible book. I think because if you said to someone a couple years, ago, oh, that a Beta Ray Bill hey, book, you're gonna, would be and you're going to love it. Yeah, they'd be like, "Really? Really? Okay, yeah." Sure. No, and I do, and uh, I, you know, I wouldn't have been able to tell you who Danny Warren Johnson was back then because I don't think many people did know but now that you do it's like oh well if you say d-dubs is going to be drawn and writing a book it's like yeah. oh well then you better listen because it's going to be awesome D-dubs. that's what he calls himself sometimes <laughs> i mean that's his, that's his online persona anyway right um, but yeah beta ray bill uh number four of five because even though the book is like a slam dunk marvel's like no nah, we're not gonna give you six I, you know, know what though like i don't think that was like, that's like a fair yeah idea like they they could always tell more stories yeah you know but like the fact is it's like you here's a limited series someone might be more willing to try that totally yeah only five issues how could i say Mm -hmm. no uh yeah but let me tell you something this is great it's just bill and his intrepid team they go into the belly of the beast so to speak in this uh in, in this in this hell realm uh muspelheim they get there uh you know scuttlebutt is obviously you know, she's a sexy robot lady. Yeah. She loves Bill, or at least that's the indication, uh, the implication, so to speak. Uh, <laughs> you know, Bill, I love you for who you are. You don't need to have a sword to bang Lady Sif when you can bang your ship. Yeah. <laughs> that's not exactly what it says. That's not the book. But it's also, it's this journey for Bill. And it's just, you know, I, I can't be happy with who I am. I feel like I need to be what I, you know, blah 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 he goes to the sword and then Surtur shows up it's mm-hmm. a, it's a dope ass book there's not you know you don't need to go point by point the point is the reason to, the reason to buy beta ray bill is not to be told what happens in beta ray bill the, the, the reason to buy any daniel warren's on johnson comics not to be told what happens it's to experience the comic and uh there's so much in the book that is just like a feast for the eyes details onomatopoeias colors by mike uh, i think it's mike spicer let me uh, make sure it probably is he's like a super Isn't hot he... art like your colors right now i see them all over the place and yeah like, he does such a great job doesn't he such a great job yeah yeah but you know the, the whole ship gets swallowed by like a tentacled monster we get flashbacks to scuttlebutt's memory so we get to see you know bill be turned into his form uh thor versus beta ray bill you know mm-hmm. fleets of ships being decimated in the double page splashes that would like you know blow your mind i'll show you one okay it's just a cool book no it is just overall is just cool it's just more of this it just gets to, it gets to be cool yeah like it's it's yeah it doesn't have to do anything except be cool <laughs> Right, like no, it, I it, the first issue is a friggin' King and Black tie-in, and it's just like, yeah, whatever, who cares? No one's asking for that. Just, just give us the cool, and he does. 
Like, would I want to see Danny Warren Johnson draw Surter all the time? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Just hang out with us and draw Surter. Thank yeah. you. And Xenomorphs. Put them on an alien book. What are you doing, people? <laughs> um, so, yeah, while you, while you queue up your next book, I will uh, read this. Alex Cash says, that's an interesting trend. Back-to-back miniseries by the same author with the same characters. Gillen and the Eternals and Lung with Shang-Chi. Is Marvel just afraid of issue numbers higher than five? Uh, only with legacy book, only without legacy books. Like if uh, Spider-Man hit a thousand, if it's like a, a book that we're afraid people won't buy. Right. Yeah. Well, I think too, that like, I'm sure they're also looking overall at where the money's rolling in from. And yeah. like, if they feel, if they find through research and, or just buying trends that like people are more willing to buy a mini series and or limited run series, yeah, then they're going to swing that way anyway, because it's, less of a commitment for them and you don't have to look like you're canceling things all the time that's true yeah i'm not canceling it it ended yeah i don't look like a bad guy right i I just look like the person who gave this character a shot yeah and you you are actually the one who let it down yeah well i mean no like and i told them here's the story yeah right you have that you're welcome exactly i didn't have to i didn't have to we didn't have to put out a book about beta ray bill you are the one Mm mm-hmm was on, it was on your guard to buy it. <laughs> uh, Dan V900 says, I uh, don't know if you read it. Sorry if you discussed it earlier, but the final story in Green Arrow special as a biography for Denny O'Neill and by his son, Dave Stewart and Jorge Fornes is a triumph. Yes, it is. Thank you for your support. <laughs> you did. You said it all. That was like, I loved that. Like, pause. I'm like, where, where are we going next? Yeah. What could possibly happen now? Uh, let's talk about X Factor number uh, 10. Yes. This is the last of X Factor. Oh, no. For now? I know. <laughs> um, yes. the And I think uh, probably the best sales on this title ever. I'm sure. Um, Not really. I mean, like, is... X Factor was a big book back in the 90s. I mean, like, yeah, during yeah, yeah, the Dawn yeah. of X era. This was um, tied in, obviously, with the Hellfire Gala. Yes. Um, it's written by Leah Williams and David uh, Baldinian. D- Baldeon, Baldeon, because I'm thinking like Leon. Yeah, uh, Baldeon. I don't know. Um, with art by David Baldeon, Baldeon, uh, David Messina, and Lucas Wernick. Mm-hmm. A lot of artists worked on this. A lot of folk worked on this. Yes, on this one regular sized issue. Yeah. Um. So, if you're an X Factor fan, hopefully you walked away with this feeling like. It wasn't a Hellfire issue as much as it was an X Factor issue because as someone who's been checking in on X Factor, especially the last few, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, okay, this is this just reads like an X Factor issue. They just happen to be going to the Hellfire Gala. It happens to have anything to do with that even whatsoever. Right, we don't see the kind of like Hellfire Gala experiences like everybody else, like all, some we of the other a, titles. We see a little bit of it, but not as quite as in-depth. Mm-hmm. Um, it's more about telling you the story you invested yeah, in. Yeah, and to kind of like finish that up, wrap it up. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to tell you what happens at the end of that because if you were reading this like the, i think the worst thing i could do would be literally to tell you what happens at the end of their story yes not the reveal we'll talk about the, the reveal has art that's already released yeah we'll, released. We're gonna, we'll talk about the reveal no problem but i meant for this book in particular i don't want to ruin it because there is like 
there's a mystery and they solve the mystery in this. And I don't want to take that away from you if you haven't had an opportunity to catch up on that. Cool. Um, I just don't think that that's fair, especially when it, it ends in like a it's, a it's a mystery thing in particular. I'm like, why would I ruin that? No. Even if, though it's been a week later, why right. would I ruin that for you? Well, you know, not everybody reads at the same pace. That's or what at the I'm same thinking. Time. Or not, not everybody has an opportunity to, to get said books. Exactly. Um, I will say too before we get to that big reveal um that this book did feel a little packed. Yes. Yes. There's like there's a lot going on. There's a lot a lot going. of panel work. There's a lot going on not only in the art but in the story as well cuz like it seems like they're like oh no even though this felt like this they knew that this was coming to an end it just feels like they're like oh I really we got we got to do this we got to do I want to have this moment for these characters I want to have this moment for these characters and I get it. Yeah. I completely completely get it. Um the fact that it's like um this is the last time you're writing these characters right now, you know, and that like you wanted to, you like want the opportunity to see this, you wanted the opportunity to see that, or you wanted to finish this up or set this up over here. Um, there's also a very nice letter at the end. Yes. Um, that like just says like, Hey, like it's cool. Right. Like, Hey, I got to do this. Yeah. Yeah. It's more or less like I got to do this, but like saying goodbye to a book is always hard. It doesn't matter how it ends. Like it's always hard to leave a book no matter what. And I was yeah. like, oh, it's just, it's just a sweet little creative thing. Mm -hmm. There's one from Leah Williams as well. That's um, nice. But if you're not like if you weren't reading Agus Factor and you're like, I don't care. Why, right. Why is this being talked about so much? Why were the sales so good? Well, it's because this is the issue in which we find out that spoiler alert, that Wanda Maximoff is dead. Yes. Unceremoniously, seemingly strangled to death and left behind some bushes uh in the waning hours of the Hellfire Gala yeah. and post post post. Who was she discovered by? Her son. Yeah. Yeah um one of her sons yeah and and so it's like oh okay the thing that Pretty we dramatic kind of thought might happen has in fact happened the the, the the shit has hit the fan yes so to speak um and we'll i'm sure be dealing with this obviously well yeah because it's <laughs> it's dovetailing into the next event i know i know well not really event more like no 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 like thing arc, um but arc. but wanda wanda's down yeah for the count again uh so we'll see where that goes but i think for a lot of folk that's probably why anyone was like because oh they they put it like they wrap up everything and then they're like all right here you go. and this and this is the thing you came for they said from the get-go that x factor number 10 was going to be important in the trial of magneto yes they said that they they came out there like just so you know if you want to get like, me on the ground it's you want to buy it and sell it on ebay this yeah, is the issue. i guess so um you know, it's, there isn't a whole lot there to really dissect necessarily. Yeah. It really is more about X Factor, the team and the book. And I kind of appreciate that. You're not necessarily doing a stunt. Right. You have like a one page reveal here. Mm -hmm. But like you're really at the heart of it. Like if you were an X Factor fan, you're not going to walk away from it. Right. Being like, damn like, it. You, you co-opted it. Yeah. You used it just to do this one thing. No, I, I get however you felt about the endings of the stories, if you felt satisfied by them or not. The, it's there though yeah you know so right but oh gosh guys wanda is dead yeah yeah I and mean, we talked about this in the last episode the idea that like we had heard and there were they were marvel was horribly teasing it where they're like we think yeah we're, yeah we knew mm -hmm. uh mark brooks did a uh mm -hmm. depiction it's gonna be the cover of i think trial of magneto number one or at least it'll be a variant mm -hmm. uh which depicts the pieta where it's uh magneto holding the life body of wanda in place of jesus mm -hmm. um it's a piece that comics seem to like it comes up a lot on our show when we <laughs> when we it talk does. about it 
Um, well, artists like it. You that's know, true. it's like it, it's it's something that exists that has long history, and yeah, and, you know, it's fun to draw, <laughs> right? But yeah, so uh, Wanda's dead. The prime suspect has to be Magneto, given that it's called the Trial of Magneto. Mm -hmm. uh, we speculated in the last episode that. Uh, Maybe Magneto suspects that Wanda actually could be a mutant. Mm -hmm. And uh, as such, he killed her in the hopes that maybe she'll be resurrected. Perhaps mm -hmm. if Cerebro thought she was a mutant the whole time, maybe she'll be resurrected up until the point when Cerebro didn't think she was mutant anymore. Like, this is just me spitballing where I'm like, oh, my mm -hmm. God, what if because everybody thought right it was only because like the high evolutionary or god knows what the hell happened in Axis anymore. But uh, the big reveal that like, you know, they're, they're not his children yeah uh wouldn't it be interesting if well i mean cerebro backed her up anyway and it's been backing her up since that point so i mean why don't we just resurrect a wanda who is everything that i remember her to be and she remembers up until the point when the retcon happened mm -hmm. and she'll be resurrected in a mutant body so this time she will definitely be a mutant and that way quicksilver doesn't have to be a mutant mm -hmm. doesn't have to be my son and, you know, in the movies, he's irrelevant because he's dead anyway, so we don't have to worry about that. Or maybe we could do that, too. Maybe I'll kill him later. Right. And, like, honestly, I think this is this is an interesting concept because, like, a lot... When you get to the core of Krakoa, Krakoa is meant to be there for all mutants, right? But, like, every mutant who has any sort of being in charge of anything or is in any of the stories has yes. something that they want and they don't care about anybody else. It's just for them. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And it's like, here you have this like land that's supposed to be like for all mutant kind and we're supposed to come together and like we're supposed to combine and, and be a, a people. But like, but like, I want to bring Wanda back to be a mutant. <laughs> well, because. But like, I want to go find my long lost family yeah. on Arako and I don't care what I just yeah. need to get it. Well, yeah, that's why I'm on the quiet <laughs> council so I can get my shit done. <laughs> so it's like at the heart of it, it's like. You know, everybody wants something for themselves. Yeah. But they're all like, but if I tell you, you'll say no. Right. Which is where Havoc went wrong. That's right. <laughs> yeah. He thought, oh, if I follow the rules, when does that ever work for you, Havoc? <laughs> and I will say uh, with Apocalypse, you know, he's they didn't tell him about the Moira plan. They just invited him to come on the island. Yeah. They're like, dude, you can come on here. You can yeah. come. But you don't know what's Maybe really going on. Maybe he knows the Moira plan. He's like, yeah, but. Well, you know, it doesn't come up. Any of that. So I, I feel like I'm doing fine. I think I, I who cares about adding an additional like problems? Yeah. Well, whatever. I'm Magneto. I'm Magneto. I get to do what I want. I gave Fabian Cortez a really hard time. I don't think it's going to bite me in the ass ever. Probably not. <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean, he, you know, Fabian will think it's going to be a problem, but it won't be because mm -hmm. it's Fabian Cortez. But no, I, I, uh, I'm excited. I love this idea. I'm sad mm -hmm. that it's like they all, they're all just like, it's Magneto. Yeah, because then what if it isn't Magneto? Mm -hmm. Then it's like, oh, like, I'd love it if, if we open it and the trial is the trial is it's Magneto. Like, he's like, yeah, no, I did it. Well, there could be bring a trial, but then there could be like an investigation going on. Yeah, well, I'm expecting a full investigation. To like, be like, maybe it wasn't Magneto. Like, maybe we're going to get like, you know, Law and Order X or Krakoa. Yes. Doink, doink. That'd be great. <laughs> but it did. Yeah. Who's your Law and Order X-Men team? Guys? Right. Yeah. Make that book. I meant like the the chat and comments. Yeah. Who who who's your like you know your investigators and then who's your legal team? Yeah. Um, you know, know what I mean? Like where 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 are you going with that well, one? What's 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 uh, mutant justice anyway? Like, you go in the hole. That's right. Yeah. Plant Which sounds really scary because mm -hmm. they won't tell us more about that. Really. No. Yeah. Uh, 
<laughs> but what, I think where I was going with that, where I, before I got completely off on the tangent there about, you know, everybody coming together is that they're, they're also, you know, a lot of people hate her. Yes. A lot, people have to go through the crucible because of her. Yes. Yeah. They have to do this thing mm -hmm. because of her. So even if you bring back her with Cerebra having backed her up to who knows when, mm -hmm. you may either have a Wanda who like is totally aware and feels apologetic or has no idea. Right. Yeah. So she has to live with that. But that has great story potential. It does. No, it really does. Someone in the chat tossed out a theory and that just kills me because I'm like, oh, yeah, that's probably what it is. <laughs> and that's that it's Mystique. That like they put Magneto on trial and he's like, what? I would never have invited her on the island. She's not my daughter. That's a great idea. She's terrible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What are you kidding me? How dare you? I'll, I'll, I'll tear this whole island to the ground. And I can. And I can and I will. You know, I'll pull the core right out of the earth. Right out of the earth. Don't you tempt me. Yeah. I put one into Mars. I'll take it right out of I'll here. I'll take it right out. I can put it in there. I can take it back. And that's what causes Inferno. Could be. Damn. So. The only reason Magneto would choke her would be, to, in theory, that he could sway the five and Charles to bring her back as she should, because they're already tampering with genetics anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Then so, like. He did his own crucible. Exactly. No, he's he's in charge of the crucible anyway, so it makes sense. It depends. Sometimes, Either one of those works works for me. Sometimes it's someone else or like overseeing. I think Silver Samurai did it one time. Oh, really? Yeah. Silver oh, Samurai was like, funny. "How about me? How about me? Okay, Can I read so anything for more than a page? No. Ha. Turn page." <laughs> Uh, Dan V900 says, I loved uh, Beta Ray Bill. That story, tap, 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 and the Green Arrow was just so damn good. I thought it was a great tribute to him and the character. Yeah, same here. Um, Grayson Daly says, love you guys. Also, RIP Richard Donner. Yes, uh, the late and great Richard Donner passed away today. We're very sad to hear that. Uh, of course, gave us one of the best comic book movies of all time. Um, yeah, it's too bad. Yeah. But, you know. He was... He was up there. Yeah. I'm not saying it was no, like well, listen, warranted. It's never, saying... it's never not sad when someone passes, but yes. it's like at least yeah. you get some good years. That's right. Exactly. It's got some good like length. Uh, Jesse Smith says two things. Way to go. Me had the, had me cracking up last week. That's you. <laughs> How would you character characterize Captain America in light of the gala? Um, and we loved him. We talked, you know, we talked about him in the last uh, episode mm -hmm. and uh, I think he's fine. I think he's like, you know, he's just, I think he's going to be in an interesting place. It's a vulnerable place. I think where he's like, like not questioning his trust with them, but more like wondering where, like knowing where their desperation or their, you know, success will lead them. And I, yeah. Wanting to, be on the, wanting to help. Well, I think it also, you know, it puts Cap in an interesting position just in general. And, with a situation like this where he's he has his sense of duty mm -hmm. but he's also has this like a, a strong sense of compassion and and right yeah um so i i think he's probably like as long as they don't go, <laughs> go, go crazy here yeah like what's wrong right what what's what's the real problem yeah. that you're having here uh, Carl Maxey says, Sal and Tiffany, uh, don't you think DC Marvel should have a mandate that they only get one event for every five to seven years? I don't want a frequent event each year. Uh, no, because I think that's like a, that, that's a, that's, that's a limit on creativity that I don't want to see. Um, I don't think five to seven years. I, think, I feel like it's an unrealistic expectation, um, but I, I also feel like, no, I like, feel like the mandate should be events when pitched by creators that can make sense and have like some, like creative value to them and the value isn't just 
like Marvel or DC higher up saying, hey, you know, it'd be great for our coffers an mm-hmm. event yes that's where i think we start getting into some trouble yeah i know they also like qu- they like plan events based on quarterly earnings you know they're like no we need to have an event here it'll it'll infuse x amount of dollars and then we can use that money for xyz like it's all algorithm mm-hmm. at this point um what's authentic apathy make more mutants of, is of course one of Krakoa's three sacred laws yeah that's the right. argument yeah. I mean, i'm just making another mutant listen you you, you put it as a law yeah and didn't we like do that in the Avengers vs X Men story where Wanda was able to make more mutants with hope? I mean, I feel like that's a thing. You know. <laughs> uh, Silver Cricket, I bet Fabian killed her. He loves you, and you are just another flat scan. He wasn't even allowed to go to the, the <laughs> maybe he broke in. Oh, maybe. Did you imagine Fabian Cortez trying to be like stealthy? At least the way they've been writing him lately. Right, <laughs> an idiot. Uh, no, ra- he, wait, was he there? I don't remember. I feel like he was. Radium Theater Productions, Infinite Frontier, Pirate, Secret Files, Magnificent. Um, cool. What? Yep. And Will M. Golden has a super sticker. Thank you. Thank you very much, man. I'll have to look at it on the replay because yes. I don't have it up right now. But uh, I bet it's cute. I bet it I is. I feel like there's no way it's not. There's no way because Google has some good, uh, some I'm good super stickers. Uh, hashtag Valiant win a free uh, one in 100 variant cover from Valiant Comics of Ninjak number one on sale on the 14th. Nice. What do you what do you have left? Uh, not much. I'll tell you that. I have one more left. Great. You want me to go for it? I think you should go for it. All right. Because it's just the last one I'm going to talk about is uh, another X book. Yeah. Because I decided to read Cable number 11. Mm-hmm. I, I check in with Cable, especially post um, Ten of Swords. I kind of check more in with him yeah uh written by jerry duggan with art by phil noto i gotta tell you the phil noto cover for this i really really liked a lot yeah i think you're right i really dug it quite a bit i dug it too duggan you dugged it (laughs) excuse myself now. good old good old phil noto man he's great so what is this what is this book set up for you well it sets up that they um the last night of galador has shown up he's like this old robot he's like hey I, Mm. i i need some help and they're like Listen, we're doing another adventure right now. Could you just wait a second? Uh huh. And he's just like, he's just chilling. He's very, he reminds me of in Galaxy Quest <laughs> when the Thurbians come. Yeah. And they're like, we, we really, we need your help. We could, we could use your <laughs> help. And like, they can't get uh, Tim Allen to help them. No. Initially, mm-hmm. that's what it reminds me of. Okay. That's awesome. What is this? What is this you should really do? Let's just get away from that. Cable's back. Yeah. Old man Cable's back. <laughs> he's back. Nice. I'm guessing you already saw that. I uh, I had heard that. I was seriously that. hoping for some like sincere Sal reaction. Here. I had heard, but I want to know more. I, I'm like more like, no, what do you mean he's it's back? Cool. You spoil, what do they do? You go spoil yourself over there. Well, what happens? How do they bring him back? They, they the the Nate goes and talks to Hope, and they talk to the five, and Gene talks to Professor X, and they're like, we got to bring him back. What Gene's down? Yeah. Gene's like, listen, I, I heard his argument and he's right. We, we do need to bring What's back. Scott's reaction? Scott's like, this is dumb. You're dumb. Everybody's dumb. <laughs> At least that's like... The... Are we going to have two cables? Is that the idea? Yeah, we have two cables. They're the... adventuring with each other right now. Isn't they that get... going to break the timeline? <laughs> Whatever. They're stopping Strife. That's what they're... Oh, no, but that's a third cable. <laughs> that's what they're dealing with. They've got to stop Strife. He already stopped some of the babies, but they're also getting the band back together. Yeah, I saw the like, I the, the got, thing I saw was "Hey loser, get in the van, we're gonna kill Strife" meme. Yeah, yeah, that's basically it. It's like you know, you son of a bitch, I'm in. Yeah, they got Domino. <laughs> They've got Deadpool. Really, they got Deadpool. They got Deadpool. Yay! Gene and Scott are gonna go. They should call this thing the New Mutants. Right. <laughs> 
So there's already a book called that. <laughs> yeah, but needless or to X-Force. say. Or X-Force. Right? Needless to say, Strife is, is dealing with magic. He stole Belasco's magic book before Krakoa showed up. Okay. That was his plan. And then he tried to do something else. And then they're like, mm, okay, I'm going to go back to this plan. I'm going to sacrifice some babies. Oh, God. Which is hilarious because he's just like, yeah, so we ended up with like five babies. So then we like used, we like kind of cloned them. That, that's basically 10. Strife and babies, man. That's good enough. That's, mm-hmm. I, I really, really liked that line. Yeah. Because like he's like, it, it's, you know, the, it's necessary for 10 for the invasion spell. And then he just puts like, that should, that should probably work fine. <laughs> That's that probably okay. He's got an army of demons in front of him. And he's like, yeah, yeah, I think okay. it was okay. It's, it's probably fine. I wouldn't worry about it. So he's like Tony Shalhoub in Galaxy Quest. Yeah, very much so, right? Uh, Deadpool's still pitching to be on teams in this. It's hilarious. He's like, yeah, no, yeah. I, I should be on a team. Come, right. Come on, guys. <laughs> uh, Gene puts him to sleep. Okay. He's like, your powers don't work on me. And then he just passes out. And she's like, I use my... Uh, telekinesis to stop the blood flow. oh my god i hope everybody's cool with that and they're like yes (laughs) it's fine yep uh old cable now right now has the sword of galador because he's using it as he's infiltrating he asks magic to help him get to the realm where they are and uh that's where we're leaving off oh okay yeah cool if you guys wanted old man cable back he's back yay good he's back i want to see old man cable in krakoa he deserves a retirement. He was there man. for like a second and then he left. Yeah, I know. But he's got to come back and be like, ha. Ah. Who knows? I want to see that. I want well, to see him I... also like Bill Scott and be like, hey, hey I'm I, back, I dickhead. Heard you, I heard you didn't want me to come back. Yeah. I know what you're thinking. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. Cool. So. Good. <laughs> Eat it, Scott. I also wanted to point out that it's like we're literally like inching towards Inferno and this had to do with demons. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, not exactly the same thing, but I was like, no, nah, oh. we're getting there. We're, <laughs> we're, we're getting there. Uh, what was I going to say? Uh, was there another one? Yes. No, that's it. Um, uh, Daredevil number 31. Yeah. Came out. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's the other Zadarsky book that came out last week. Uh, and, you know, it's more of the same great stuff. But I want to show you the cover because it's uh, I think it's the cover we're using right now. Um, it's gorgeous. Ta-da. Love this. I think it's a Chichetto cover. Okay. Uh, the interiors are done by Mike Hawthorne. I think this is either his last or his second to last issue on Daredevil. Okay. Um, otherwise, you know, it's written by Zdarsky. By the way, if you guys want to get that guy from that from that barbarian book I was talking about, he'd do a damn good Daredevil. Anyway, uh, this is, you know, it's it's a it's the first part of a new arc. Uh, Zdarsky's done an amazing job of introducing you, reintroducing you to classic Daredevil characters and putting a new twist on them. Mm-hmm. And he's exactly what he's, you know, he, he's been doing something fun with Kingpin, but nothing really, you know, Kingpin's there, but he's like, you know, he's not really reinventing the wheel with Kingpin, but Typhoid Mary, mm-hmm. you know, and more. Right. Um, Daredevil's a self-righteous prick who has the opportunity to... Uh, oh, I just realized he's carrying the, the Daredevil prison the mask. suit mask. Yeah, he's got, yeah, yeah. He's got his mask like, in the... In the prison suit mask, or it's like a, or it's the his classic mask because Daredevil had a yellow oh, mask. Oh, that could be okay. The two sides yeah, of Daredevil. It's a little long for the other thing. It is. It is. Okay. Yeah. Uh, by the way, the sometimes the coloring is like wonky on this book because Daredevil is red, his jumpsuit is orange, and sometimes that gets muddy. I'm not mm-hmm. saying it's happening here, but I'm saying it took me a long time when I was reading this series for me to recognize. Oh, it's orange. <laughs> what? Seriously? Yeah. No. Anyway, so Daredevils are... Well, I mean, to be fair, people see color differently. Mm -hmm. Like, not just colorblind individuals, but, like, people, like, they'll see shades and, like, tones of colors in a different way. Yeah. 
so Daredevil's being a self-righteous pain in the ass. He's attacked by people in the prison yard. He's put in the hospital. Uh, his legal team is like, mm -hmm. you need to leave. And they're willing to give him like a deal. Oh, basically serving out his, his sentence, like not in prison because like he's a target and he's causing disruption mm -hmm. because this is a stupid idea. And he's like, no, I need to be in prison. No. And by the way, I love this book. I'm just saying he's like, like that. Yeah. He's just, I'm right. And then it's like, okay. The, and then the last issue, the last arc will be like, okay, so maybe I was wrong. But, uh, you know, so pain in the ass. He goes to see the warden and, you know, the warden's like, well, you know, and he's like, you're trying to kill me. It's you. He's just like, well, I mean, all bets are off. <laughs> like, I'll just put all my cards on the table and bring it on. And uh, then he attacks the warden. Mm -hmm. And just says like I can get to you. I can get I can get to you at any point. You're not locked in. I'm not locked here with you. You're locked in here with me. <laughs> uh, so that's funny. Uh -huh. um, similarly, it's actually echoing because um, Electra Daredevil is uh, she's sick of what she's had. She's like being Daredevil is stupid. I don't want to be Daredevil anymore. Well, I don't want to be Daredevil, but I also don't want it to be Matt's Daredevil. This is stupid. So she just goes to the new kingpin, and she's just like, "That's enough." I kill people. I'll just kill you. Right. What do you just knock it off? It's over. She's like, ah, like I'm my my, you know, I, I'm I'm dealing with the hand. They 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 said they'd resurrect my son. You know. She's like, oh, okay, I get it. All right, we're working together now. Uh, so that's that's happening. Mm -hmm. Um, and Bullseye has uh woken up and he. Uh, is now getting visions of an angel. Yeah, I, I was like, we're not going to talk about that. Oh we're no, we are. We're talk yeah, we're talking about the the angel visions that are basically like, you have to kill everybody. It's not about like the target. It's about everyone. So just so bullseye's like, oh okay. So bullseye just gets into a bell tower in the middle of Manhattan, just starts just 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 killing people. It's like. It's the worst case scenario with Bullseye. It's just, by the way, I think this is horrifying. It's terrible. It's, oh, yeah, it's yeah, repugnant. Yeah. It's disgusting. And it's excellent storytelling. It's just, it's Bullseye is an unstable serial killer who, who whose only joy comes from murder. And he's just like, okay, let's see how many I can get today. And so he's just, he's just sniping people off the street. And I want to see Electra versus Bullseye. Oh, right? Yes! Maybe she'll stab her sign through his body. I mean, I feel like there's no way they're not going to do that. Because, like, they they love that image so much, they had Gamora do it to Star-Lord in that friggin' terrible event. Yeah. But I'm down. Are you kidding me? Especially this beautiful Chichetto cover. Yeah, that actually, that's a issue. really, like, brilliant team, or not team up, but, like, you know, pairing of, yeah. like, having her verse him. Yes. Like that just makes so much sense. Yep. It's just great. Uh, so here's the thing. I, I appreciate what Mike Hawthorne does. And I, uh, I think that Mike Hawthorne, if he were the only penciler on this book in the beginning, I, I'd be more forgiving, mm -hmm. but we have, we've had Chichetto. I feel like the pencils in this are not nearly as strong and it's like, it, it's, it's a shame. Uh, I think it might also have to do with the coloring, but like, yeah, it, it it's, 
it's such a drastic shift. It is. It's a very different feel. It's it, such it a really, different feel. It really, really is. Um, it'd be interesting for anyone who picked it up here, though, to go back and their reaction to that, because they might be once you get used to something like the first version of it that you see tends to be the one that you support regardless. Yes. yes. Sometimes, sometimes, you know, it's because it actually is a better product. And other times it's just because, well, this is the thing I first first responded to. So. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, Chichetta's work is next level, though. <laughs> it is. It is very good. No, I, yeah. I'm not. I'm not. Saying... No, I mean, I like look, and I'm not trying to disparage yeah, Hawthorne's yeah. work. It's just like it's just. It's a very different. It's so feel. different. It feels. This feels more like your your, your typical superhero comic book. Like mm -hmm. he could be drawing the champions. He could be drawing like anything. Mm -hmm. I was gonna say Sleepwalker, and I'm like, no. What is your obsession with? I'm just using him as the example of like you could draw anything. <laughs> And and it would because they because nobody ever because you know why because Marvel's afraid to do something innovative with Sleepwalker and so as a result he's just relegated to like okay we'll put anybody on the book and I, just do anything I feel like you need to pitch it to to D Dubs yeah oh my god yeah D Dubs doing a Sleepwalker book would be friggin' insane <laughs> I would also like to see um God who drew that uh, that Moon Knight book that he'd be great which one the the first one. Oh. Not the first one ever, but like the Warren Ellis one. Yeah. Yeah, that that would be great. You know what? I think that was uh the Irishman. What was his name? Shavley? Yeah, Declan Shavley. Yeah. Shit. Is it Shavley? I think you. I did think I so. Did I say that wrong? I probably did. Yeah. It's okay. I think I said it wrong too. The Excuse Irishman. <laughs> yeah, I know it's who like, you It's true, I am. What I do you want from me? I know what you meant because we when we went to the booth at the Yeah, yeah anyway. Cuz we know them and then because we know him and his entourage. So anyway, uh, it's great. Uh, Daredevil continues to be great. But that's the thing is that, like, despite the fact the art is, like, so different and so, like, such a dramatically, like, different looking book each time. I want to give a special shout out to Luke Kang in the chat right now for bringing up Sleepwalkers, the Stephen King movie. Oh, no. You get a, you get, like, a high five. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you thought you were making like a like a reference for yourself no <laughs> tiffany and i've seen sleepwalkers at least twice now thanks to pluto it was thanks on i was like oh i'm putting this on let's, yeah, let's watch, watch this. this why are we watching this yeah and then, and then we saw it and i was like <laughs> yeah now we watch it for fun but like for the lols but like what the crap that movie that movie could be almost oh. <laughs> anything that movie could do things and it's just like what what <laughs> then you find out <laughs> that that's the first thing that Madgkin did after Twin Peaks. And you're like, no, you were so great. Look at your career trajectory. Just, just, just zeroing in on the ground because you did sleepwalkers. What are you doing? You could have done anything. No. You could have done anything. I know. And you did sleepwalkers. That was the first thing I saw her in. Because we saw Sleepwalkers, and then we saw Twin Peaks. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, it's that girl from Sleepwalkers. Listen, listen, there aren't a whole lot of movies that you can get a, a slow motion shot of cats running at you while <laughs> Enya hums in the background. There just aren't a lot of movies like that out there. There are zero movies. There's one movie like that out there. There's literally one, and that's it. And uh, and I'm, I'm, I, I count myself privileged that I've seen it twice now. <laughs> That me that's uh, that song is haunting. I I by the way, like I like to get involved with those movies when I find out about, or you know, where I look it up and I'm like, yeah. Apparently, like, now I've learned everything I can about. Yeah, it. like the the music was, you know, the director was like, this is like the, that Enya song is the one thing that like went right with that movie, uh -huh. and it's on the end credits. But at least it plays while the cats are running, so it's like really weird and haunting and stupid. It's so stupid. <laughs> their their motivations are dumb. 
and 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 seemingly random depending on what you're doing i don't know anyway <laughs> let's talk about some books that are coming out this week we think you should pick up um i'm gonna recommend a couple right now uh batman no wait i don't like that book uh amazing spider-man number 70 is coming out from Nick Spencer. <laughs> sorry so how could we forget about that guy who dies via corn in that movie no that was great <laughs> I feel bad for that stupid cop. That's when that, that's that, so sad. that movie's like a totally that that part of the movie's totally different movie. Yeah, totally no. different movie. Happens. Bunkers is three different movies at once. <laughs> I, I'm I'm convinced that three different people directed that movie at different times because like one people no they did it all at once because one of them's yeah all at the same time they got the movie done. Way, nobody was talking to anyone. Yeah, it was the it's the shortest production week of it was three weeks. <laughs> movie done in one week. Everyone's directing different scenes. Okay. All right. Sorry. Anyway, Amazing Spider-Man seventy is coming out. It's the prelude to uh, Sinister War. Somehow they're going to make this even the biggest freaking Sinister Six story oh. ever. And, Good luck. And by the way, folks, don't forget if you haven't already entered the contest uh, to win an exclusive Last one chance. in one hundred variant glass cover for ninjack number one this is your last chance to do so yep. hashtag valiant when we're all done with our recommendations we're gonna re uh, announce the winner so get them in now if you've already entered you're in you're that's good right. you got this that's you, right don't worry about it but if you haven't you're just joining us recently it's what we're doing yeah you yeah. know there there it is yeah right um, oh and if you put it under black light it like you know it looks it'll crazy glow. it'll glow I, is that the right term in terms of that i don't I'm, know it's close enough anyway let's go so yeah, uh, amazing seventies coming out. Check yeah. that out. I guess I'm gonna check it out. Okay. I'm gonna see how it goes. Um, amazing Spider-Man Annual number two is coming out. The reason why I'm reading this is just because, like, what? Apparently, it's part four of something. But Spider-Man's gonna fight Star. For some reason, Infinite Destinies. I don't know why. But I have no it, idea what the hell it even is. It makes me think of the Friends logo. Yeah. I don't know why. Mm. You keep going. I'm gonna because if Friends is like there's like dots between the, That's what the, it the is. letters. Yeah. But uh, but Star, I read that whole mini series on a whim. It was just like, oh, yeah, you did. It's not great. That's exactly what it is. Uh, just League sixty four comes out. This is just the Bennett series I'm reading. Uh, they're gonna fight their Nigerians and stuff. I don't know. I, I don't know. We'll see. I, I forgot to read. The I last like one. the Nigerians, as you yeah. could tell by my frisbee throwing. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, if you're not reading it, uh, Scott Snyder is an independent book with Tony S. Daniel called Noctera. Noctera number five comes out. You can check that out. And uh, I had another book, and it was Justice League uh, Infinite number one, Infinity. Infinity number one from uh, JMD Mateus. It is a continuation of the animated series in comic book form, finally. And I'm so thrilled to see. Oh, this book. yeah. No, DiMatteis is writing the, the in canon continuation of the version of the Justice League that everyone likes. That's dope. I'm sorry. That was like you could see that message going into my brain. Mm -hmm. yeah, let me get rid of that. OK, that, make that go away. I didn't I didn't pick out any of the books, but I can tell you right now, X-Force number 21 is coming out. Yep. I'm going to be reading that. It's probably it looks like who knows what I'll have to do with maybe the plant people, <laughs> maybe not. They kind of wrap that up, but Beast is probably still in trouble. X-Men mm -hmm. number one is coming out. Yes. The, the new, new X-Men, the new X-Men team. They're coming out. They're doing their thing. Let's go. Why do they do this? Why did they, like, because the last book was called X-Men, right? Yeah. Like the one that Hickman wrote. Uh -huh. And now he's passing it off and it's just, they're resetting the numbers. Well, cause this is really is the X-Men team though. They're, they're like, we're not going to use the X-Men. Right. We're, we're not use, calling ourselves. We're going to do it anyway though. So this is actually, X -Men. right. But I'm just surprised they didn't call it like the uncanny X-Men or the new X-Men, which was a Grant Morrison title. Like mm -hmm. I'm just surprised they didn't like 
That it, like, why you reset don't, you don't, it? You don't want to be a random. You want to be the X-Men. Right, but this is new X-Men. Anyway, uh, Hellions number 13 is coming out. I'm in Sinister v Sinister. Yep. Let's let's, let's definitely get on that one as well. Yeah. Swamp Thing number five, Wonder Girl number two. I'm getting to that okay, one. Good. That's my most excited one. Ah. Uh, Children of the Atom number five. I want to point out that it is coming out. I also want to point out that in X Factor, there's a random panel that has Carmen in it from this book. She's at the party. What? That sounds like a mistake. <laughs> and it says, check out the continuing oh. adventures of Carmen in Children of the Atom. And I'm like, what? Did I miss something? I feel like you didn't. Um, you, you normally don't. So I'm really looking forward Maybe to this seeing issue will tell you. if there's some information in there about that. I don't know. Yeah. Um, uh, oh, wow. This is Basics number two. Sir. Oh, I think I have an older. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Just catching up on on everything. Um, baby Teeth number 19 is coming out. Yeah, you love Baby Teeth. I do love it. That's your. Too. That's one of your. That's one of your top three Donny Cates books. I, I think. do. Yeah, I, I do like me some Cates. Uh, that Conjuring book that I showed you, number two is actually coming out this week. Hey, I did not plan that. No, that worked out really, really as well. As you can tell, you you're just looking at the. I literally right am looking at them as as you're seeing it right now. I'm I'm looking at them. I have like a number one for this week coming out. That like I'm super excited. So like that's why I'm waiting to to do that last i think mm -hmm. you already know what it is everybody um i'm the most excited for the nice house on the lake number two is coming out this week i'm super stoked yeah that last issue so, bombastic so release excited. i hope that the so sales excited. are good so so excited for that can't wait to get my hands on this can't wait to see where this this crazy this crazy train's going yeah please please don't disappoint it's so exciting please do not disappoint me okay i'm sure it won't <laughs> you know uh, I think someone said that they thought that Baby Teeth had ended, or it or, took a hiatus. I yeah, think, it right? took a little bit uh, of a hiatus. I think this is the last bit of it, though. I think this is like wrapping it up. Um, yeah. So you can go back, or you can wait now for the trade. At this point, I think it came back with sixteen. Yeah. Sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen. Yeah, right. we're kind of goes. Yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> hey, we saw that we saw. I think the trade in the store recently. I did not. Uh, B Black says, uh, off topic, have you all met your doppelganger? I am thankful that I have not. Um, so, yeah. I haven't. I feel like we would be the best of friends or the worst of enemies. Well, I, or the it, greatest it, it, of well, enemies. Well, if it's the Twin Peaks doppelganger, I would not want to meet that. I would want to meet mine. I'd like to see what they're like. Mm. There's a level of chaoticness to me. There's a level of chaos to me that I'm like, is it, is it amplified? Is it not there? Are they really organized? <gasps> they're really organized. I don't think there's, I think it's just that they're evil, right? Oh. <laughs> I was just, I, well, then I was spiraling. Yes. I spiraled to something else. I'm, I'm elsewhere now. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So like a really, I thought you were going to be like, there's no version of you that's super organized. No, I'm sure, <laughs> you know, it just takes time. It's like the Valiant variant cover. It's one in 100. It's one in 100 variant. That's right. <laughs> super rare. Super rare. So, one of 100. Uh, yeah. So Danielle's going to let me know uh, the winner. But again, some of the stipulations is you have to. Uh, US. You have to live in the U.S. You, gotta you have to be, be here. here. And you have to be able to be reached. And, uh, you, you got, know. You got you to say hello. Yep. Yep. So you got to. You got to. Uh, yeah. How do we know Tiffany isn't evil? Mm. What? I feel like no. I would know. My entire argument is just no. That's it's... it. That's my no. 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 <laughs> um, so yeah. Uh, well, here we go. You ready? Yeah, I'm ready for the winner. All right. Who uh, is it? It's Angelo Parker. Angelo Parker. So if Angelo Parker could please stand up by typing in his uh, in, in, in with his keyboard. 
letting us know that he's here. Angela Parker has won the one in 100. You won. Ninjak glass cover variant. Uh, See, from a who book could that be evil from doing by doing this? By just being a cutie pie. Yeah, like you're just know. doing this now. By the way, if they're not here and they don't co- like sign off in the next couple of minutes. Don't leave. There could be another one. There, I have a list. I have a, I, so we'll just go to the next one. Um, But yeah. Hey, there he is. He says, let's go. Yay! <laughs> Congratulations, let's go! Angelo. Let's go. So, Angelo, here's what you got to do. You got to email me. Sal at comicpop.net. Give me your deets, your, your address, and I will forward that over to the people at Valiant and they will contact you well they're just gonna mail it to you yeah um, but yeah so uh email me sal at comicpop.net and we'll make it happen Woo! Um, yeah congratulations congratulations man very nice yeah and thank you all so much for your support and for your comments for uh keeping the chat alive and also of course for your super chats for supporting this show you sponsored today's episode uh valiant is just hooking you up with a free book yeah but uh but you guys supported us financially and we really really we, we really appreciate it <laughs> you watched it now you can't unwatch it <laughs> Stay tuned for more. Uh, of course, there is more. There's always more. But what about more? I need to get more. You can uh, have more. And you can have more. You can have more. All you got to do to subscribe is subscribe. Subscribe to here, uh, Comic Pop Returns. Subscribe over at youtube.com slash comic pop. Give all our videos likes. That helps. What's up? I was just, I was just excited. Oh, I, I thought you were going to contribute. You sounded... You sounded excited. I'm not contributing. I don't ever contribute. Oh, my God. I'm going to hear about this for the next week. Uh, yeah. Uh, your tweet. You're, you're going to be uh, twitching. Yeah. I'm going to be tweeting and some twitching. Yeah. Yeah. You tweeted earlier. You can I check did. it out. Uh, There's a picture of a Pikachu. It's a great picture of a Pikachu. But twitch.tv slash comic pop. Watch Tiffany play stream video games. We're playing Control right now. Control. Mm. I'm, like, I'm really kind of helping on finishing that. Yeah. Really like it. It only it so far it's like not really like horror. It's not really super scary. It did have one jump scare and it got me. It did. I heard <laughs> from the other room. I heard it. <laughs> but yeah, so check that out. Yeah, uh, please come by and say hello. I I, I get it. It's all, it's a big commitment to being there for hours. But just just stop by. Yeah, uh, Black Widow the movie comes out. I think at the end of the week. Yeah, it's like in four days. Yeah, in four days. So, but you don't have to wait for Black Widow content. All you got to do is wait two days, and you can get an episode of back issues that'll tie in directly with the Black Widow uh, character. Did you plan that? I did plan it, <laughs> and I'll plan more if it did well. We'll and see. I'll plan more. And you I'll just, plan more. You just watch your ass. Like if there's a Suicide Squad movie, I'll do a book about the Suicide Squad. Mm-hmm. I feel like there's going to be, and I feel like we're going to do that. <gasps> yeah. So keep keep that uh, keep that in your coffers. I don't know. Uh, yeah. <laughs> also, uh, really quick PSA for those of you out there: uh, con season is rolling ever forward. Uh, as we oh geez, as we uh, get more people vaccinated, as we uh, take better care of ourselves and each other, we are getting out there. Obviously, if it was the Fourth of July and you're uh, an American, you were probably somewhere. Uh, and I, I was just getting out there with I, people I, you're being serious. And so as such, there's going to be more people at cons. And I feel like there's going to be more people at cons than ever. You know, the cons that couldn't survive, they're dead. The ones that could survive, they're coming. And when they do, it will be a reckoning because there's going to be string, more stringent, uh, you know, regulations. There's going to be more people are going to be more hyper aware of it, but also they're going to be desperate to get there. And we're going to at least two of them. So we're going to see it in action. We're going to find you 
and we're going to know and hold you accountable for your behavior and for your, 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 for taking care of yourself. So when, you know, people talk about like what to do at cons and how to like prepare. And it's like, listen, whatever the rules have been, whatever we've told you before, you know, wash your hands constantly, bring hand sanitizer, shower, bring deodorant if you need it, uh, all that stuff. Um, you know, don't clutter up the aisles with like, with, with hand trucks worth of comics, all that stuff. It, 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 it is so much more applicable now yeah. because of the social distance requirements and, and, the, and just your own personal edification uh, to get, to, to protect yourself because the Delta variant is also out there and it, it you know, it's a, it's a concern. Yeah. I mean, and even just in general, this is like, I think this is just general con advice, in, yes. like, but like, it'll be more applicable now, but like, it's really easy to forget this part because I I'll do it too. You're just enjoying the con. You're enjoying the show. Maybe you're there with some pals or whatever, your family, who knows? Be aware of yourself. Yes. It's hard to do that. And I find myself doing it sometimes where I'm like, I'm just wandering in front of people. Right. Like, and they're like doing something or maybe they're like trying to get a photo or something. And I'm just wandering. Yeah. I'm not paying attention. So it's like, it's going to happen sometimes where you forget. But like, if you have like a mindfulness check with yourself occasionally where it's like, okay, hang on. Like, yeah, I'm not saying like trip over yourself to be like, oh, sorry. Hey, whatever. But like, just be like, oh, hey, excuse me. Sorry about that. Like, you know, I wasn't paying attention. That kind of thing. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Because uh, we, we encountered a situation. Oh, the I wasn't other day. Sure Don't do that. No, it's <laughs> let's not. It's, it was a very, it was a microcosm of the experience. But I'm saying, like, it was. be hyper aware yes. of, of of yourself and 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 the etiquette that is associated. Yeah, with. No. Because, like, let's say that you're hypothetically speaking, looking through a long box, and there's like a lo- a row of long boxes, and you are at the long box. If you are at the long box, here's the way it is. And it's not because I learned this from like a, you know, the council of comic book fans or anything. It's just, this is how I live my life. And you know, it's just, it's a way to do it. Um, if you have a, if you have a long box in front of you, for all intents and purposes, that's your long box. Nobody has access to that long box, mm-hmm. but you, and you're, you're, you're rifling through it. Yeah. You know, we, we talked about long box etiquette and how it's like nowadays, actually, it's a good idea to bring the rubber gloves because like if they're not in bags and boards, that ink gets on your hands, the dirt. And it's filth. actually like it turns out it's like super gross. It's super gross. It turns out like if you wear wear latex gloves and go to like a dollar bin sale or a Comic-Con. Yeah. Leave through the book. Just just leave through, the older book. Yeah. But look, look through them and then look at your gloves and go, I will never not do this. We have not done that. But, but we have forgotten yeah. that like you should have. But then never... I remember those gloves. I was like, oh, oh no, oh. yeah. And uh, but anyway, y- you're going through them. That's your long box. And yeah. if you like want to get in that long box, you snooze, you lose. Well, it's just you, if, know... You, you know, you just wait your turn. Yeah. But you know, in the COVID, in the post-COVID world, used to be you know it's like person person. You know, long box, long box. You know, and you just wait and you just you just go through it like a typewriter. Yep. But now maybe. Maybe another long box between each other. Yeah. Maybe you wait. What you don't do is reach over someone's face and take a book from the long box they're going from. That's what you don't do. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. It's one of those things. That. It's rare I see it, but I've seen it in person a couple of times now. Yeah. Don't do that. Be mindful of human beings around you. I know it's like tough. I guess. I don't know. I don't do that. Don't do that. And by the way, and, and like not 
listen, that may or may not have happened. We don't know. It's a hypothetical scenario hypothetical, that I've definitely seen happen twice. But I would also just say, just in terms of long box, et- long box etiquette, also like try to be mindful of where your books are. Yes. Yeah. Like if you have your stack, like I know, you know, if, if we're at a con or at yeah, a comic yeah. book store and it's like dollar bins and we've, we, we have a th- stacks, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, but like, Try to be mindful so yeah. that other people can get into long boxes. Like, and if you see someone's books, they're like, "Hey, are these yours?" Yeah, like, be cool about it like that. But, yeah, but yeah. move. Yeah, but, but like, try like do... and like I so and again we all forget sometimes. Yeah. And I think if we're all like a little forgiving, but like you ha- the the thing here is to be cool about it. Um, yeah. whatever side of it you're on, right? Just be cool. Just about be cool. It. That's all it takes. Just and again, who knows if that scenario that we said even happened? Yeah, I'm not. I'm not saying it did, or but I'm definitely not saying it didn't. And I am saying that uh, don't do that if like you're you know of a mind. Yeah, just knock it off. <laughs> but I'm saying like you know what what's one of those things where it's like if you've been inside for a year and you haven't been to like a like a comic book sale yeah. or Comic Con, you might be you might, you might be, be a little rusty. rusty. It's totally and it's, so it's totally like, understandable. But like you know, just remember, and it's not even like because someone will like let's say dress you down in public like you're a child because i feel like that you know that's not the incentive you need no it's more like because you want to have a provide a better if you can help it provide a better experience for you and your flow man yeah especially if it's like a a stigmatized cultural phenomenon like comic books like maybe we put our best foot forward here people because you know people talk about like how come comic books aren't as popular as manga and it's like because culturally speaking, comic books are for children or man boys. And maybe if it was like normalized in the culture, comic books would sell better. And because manga is not stigmatized nearly as much as Western comic books in Western society. See, yeah, it, maybe in Western society. That's what I'm saying. I, I, I was... Oh, Western society, manga and anime have its own stigmas. But in their, but in like Asian culture. Well, they can also have stigmas. They can have, but I yeah, don't, but, I, I but don't think that we can, can really it's not one to on one. that. But I can say that, like in Western culture, Western comics have a stigma, and if if we work culturally to fix that, uh, we can make comics. Comics will sell better. Comics will get better. That's all. Anyway, uh, we have a super chat, by the way. While that happened, oh. uh, and that was uh, actually we might have gotten to. No, that was wishful thinking. Uh, Memento what? Mori. <laughs> no I'm kidding. Plenty. We've... I know. No, I, I legitimately just thought we had to. Uh, Memento Mori says thanks for the long box etiquette lesson, Sal. No problem. I mean, really, like, it, it, I, I, no one's ever told me these things. A lot of these things, like, you learn from experience. Yeah, listen, like, you're going to make mistakes and it's going to happen. And we're, we all do it. And, like, it, you know what I mean? Like, you do something and it's like, you just got a question later on, like, should I not have done that? Right. Yeah. And then go like, well, I'll, I'll endeavor to improve. Yeah, If you can't apologize to that person, at least you can internally, like, learn from it and grow yes. as a person. Yeah. Well, that won't happen ever again, you know? That's the that's the lesson. Well, hopefully, but right, yeah. That's we say to yourself. You know. <laughs> anyway, uh, thank you very much for hanging out with us and putting yes. up with that. And we'll see you guys next time with another episode. I am Sal. I'm Tiffany. So long, everybody. Bye. Bye.